Alaska Extension Almanac. Japanese beetles are starting to emerge in eastern Nebraska, and according to Nebraska Extension entomologist Robert Wright, they don't care if they eat soybeans or corn. Well, it very it differs a little bit between corn and soybeans. Right now, the Japanese beetles that emerge uh, near cornfields will feed on the corn leaves, but that rarely is an economic problem. On corn, the biggest issue is once the corn starts silking, Japanese beetles really love to feed on corn silks. And if you have three or four Japanese beetles on the inner tip, they can really uh, chew off most of the silks and interfere with pollination. So that, that's the, the main thing with uh, in corn is to watch during silking time. And uh, if you have high numbers that are on the silks, that would be a situation to, to be concerned with. On soybeans, they can feed on the leaves throughout the growing season. And uh, we have a lot of other uh, insects that feed on soybean leaves, and this is just another one. So in soybeans, we want to look at uh, just the overall defoliation level. And we have uh, thresholds for all defoliating insects in vegetative stages. If uh, insects are present and damage is expected to exceed 30% defoliation in the vegetative stages or 20% in reproductive stage soybeans, and I know in some areas we are starting to see bloom in soybeans. If you have high populations, uh, there's actually a variety of insecticides that are uh, effective against uh, Japanese beetles. Uh, typically, you know, there's a lot of the, the synthetic pyrethroid insecticides are widely used because they're relatively persistent but other other products as well as uh, organophosphate insecticides are options for both corn and soybeans. A question we've gotten in the past is that people are surprised how long Japanese beetles persist. And one thing that people don't understand about their biology is they're starting to emerge now, but new adults will be emerging for at least another three weeks and maybe a little longer than that. And then those beetles uh, can live for three to four weeks. So we're going to be seeing Japanese beetles uh, all throughout July and into early August, and maybe a little later than that, maybe mid-August. In some years, we'll still be seeing Japanese beetles around, but they're not the same individuals that live that whole time. Uh, so certainly, uh, we need to continue to be watching for them. They're going to be around for a while. They can move from field to field as uh, new fields, like in corn, as new fields start soaking, the beetles may be attracted to those fields and they can continue to uh, damage soybeans uh, if they're not controlled or with new emergence of adults in July. Yeah, there's another beetle that's about the same size as Japanese beetle that you'll see, particularly in the Platte River Valley and other river valleys called the Sand chafer, also known as a false Japanese beetle. Um, a couple of differences. Well, the main, the main issue is it does not feed as much as the Japanese beetle does as an adult, so it's not an economic problem at all. It doesn't have the metallic green coloration. It also doesn't have the white uh, tufts of hair on the side of its abdomen, uh, but it, it is fairly common at times. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IENR Media and Nebraska Extension.
For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.